scripture your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system which is where we where we deliver you everyday topics informed and influenced by an everlasting god okay so we're here to give you sermons of the word with extra sauce we're here to give you posh meets urban with a little bit of just a dash of ratchet it's not a dash. It's not a dash. I lied. I lied. It's I lied. It's, it's not a dash. It's, it's not a big dash. So what I would say before we start, you need to take your heart medication. If you have heart medication, you need to have taken it by now. If you have an asthma pump, you need to have it on standby. You need to be prepared. And I've warned you, I'm not legally obliged. Any insurance payments that you want to come and send my way, it's not... No, nope, I've told you now. You have pre-warning. So we're just going to get into it. Yeah. But be warned, our 15 is maybe your 125. So just... I don't know if they're actually ready. Might, I don't, this is the thing. Like, I'm even thinking about I, it, thinking... We're going to try and ease really, into it. Are they... Is you ready or not? I don't know. I don't know. But we're just going to have to find out, okay? We're going to have to find out. So, what are we talking about today? Okay, today's topic is kind of like, so you think you're a Christian. If it looks like a Christian and it sounds like a Christian, then it's a... Duck. It's a duck. Okay. <laughs> Basically, we are talking about the perception of Christianity and what Christians are. Um, how does the world perceive us? What is our understanding of what Christianity is? How are we supposed to be like? What do we look like? How do we sound like? What are we supposed to do? Are we doing our job properly? Like, are we actually on job? Or are we have we kind of missed the mark a little bit? Um, is our perception of what a normal Christian is the correct perception of a normal Christian? And then that leads on to... What would Jesus do if he was here, right? So if we were all his disciples, like 12 million of us, right? Mm. And he was here, what would Jesus be doing? Would he be acting like us? Would we be acting? Do we act like him? Because I, I know. know for a fact. Factually. Yeah. Actually, I know factually. For a fact, there are some of us who profess to be Christians, but we don't act correct. But we're going to figure out what the correct is. What is correct? We're going to get into the correct way to act no judgment is it a no judgment zone are we judging anybody no of course not no judgment this is uplifting it's encouraging it's so that we can just as it says on the tin we just do what it says on the tin yeah so if our tin says christian then the content should also say that was a word you know how people like their own selfies you know how people like their own selfies on instagram i said his son now we are coming to preach that's basically what happened we should do what it says on the tin so if our tin says christian the contents of our character should also be christian uh what comes out of us by your fruit they shall know them hashtag scripture guys the reason why it's called hashtag scripture is because me for me can't actually speak normally without putting some kind of scriptural reference inside even if you're cussing somebody out for example 
I saw somebody today. She was a heifer. No, but no, I'm not, I, I didn't say anything. I didn't. I, I, just down, like, I, I would never say that. I would say that. I would say that. But if I cut somebody out and I call them a heifer, it's actually biblical. So if I put hashtag scripture, it's because it's actually a biblical reference. If I say brood of vipers, you people are brood of vipers. It's actually a biblical reference. Jesus said that. So, um, so as we just be prepared. We should have a tally. By the end of today's podcast, see how many scriptures we have said. That was that's actually a good tally. We should try and figure out how many we say in the next, what, 45 minutes? We'll do the analysis for you and we'll let you know. Because it's going to be too much. Yeah. Okay, let's go for it. <laughs> go for it. Okay. So um, we'll be breaking down the topic. Yes, please. Break down. Okay, so breaking down the topics into bite-sized chunks. We're going to be covering three things, okay? So if it looks like a Christian, it sounds like a Christian, it's a duck. What does that basically mean? One, what is the common conception or misconception of how a Christian is supposed to be? Number two, is there such thing as a real Christian? If so, how can you tell if someone is a real Christian? Or even, what is a normal Christian? Is what we think a normal Christian is the biblical definition of a Christian. And that's a real, that's some real stuff. It's a doozy. That's that's some real stuff. The answer then leads on to the next point three, which is how would Jesus behave in contemporary society? So if Jesus was here, how would he behave? Was Jesus a nice guy? Fumi's going to absolutely obliterate this section of the podcast. I'm just going to let you guys know because she, her and Jesus are close. So she would know, <laughs> she would know how Jesus would be behaving. Um, was Jesus a nice guy? Would Jesus accept some of the things Christians are accepting today? So let's, um, let's get number into one. it. So number one was, what are the common misconceptions of how Christians are and how to an extent then Jesus is? So... I mean, what do what do people think of Christians? They think we're supposed to be nice and polite, kind. I'm not saying any of these are wrong, by the way. Um, that we're supposed to be very like laid back and mellow. Is this a positive or negative? These are positive. Yeah. Um, that we're supposed to be laid back and mellow. That we're supposed to be kind of um, just placid. Yeah. You know, there's not really like much depth to what Substance. people think that Christians should be like. Yeah. So it's like if you have a bad day and you're, you know, you're on the train and someone steps on your foot and you say, ouch, they're like, <gasps> you're supposed, you're to, supposed be to be a Christian. Christian and you're saying, ouch, when I step on your foot. How dare you raise your <laughs> voice? <laughs> like, you know, they get really emotional. I don't understand. But, you know, I think there's more to a Christian than what the world says there are. Like, yeah. what, I mean, what do you guys think? What is some of the things? I think we think, you know, normal Christian perception is um, turn, the, turn the other cheek, kind of, you know, in our prayer closet, never ever on the offense always in the defense prayer closet oh i'm just gonna go and pray about this enclosed within the four walls of the church um unresponsive too welcoming too tolerant can you be too tolerant because there's such thing as being too tolerant too tolerant yeah um very welcoming anything goes it's like it's okay you know we're christians it's like it's all right we're we're not offended bible says we shouldn't be offended by this also as a christian you're not allowed to have an opinion about anything did you say that we're not allowed to have we're not allowed to have opinions especially in britain today were you aware god forbid you utter anything from your mouth that is an opinion if somebody likes something and you don't like it woe be to you if you tell somebody that you don't like the same thing that they like yeah. that's not christian at all yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't do that can i do a quick example yeah lecrae 
um, mentioned something last year in relation to all the race relations that mm-hmm. was happening in America. All his fans, Lecrae is a hip hop artist. So all what did his, Lecrae say? Lecrae was like, I'm really offended by, you know, the police injustice towards killing, uh-huh. killing black boys and blah, 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 black people in general. Everybody knows what's happening in America. So for him as a black man to say something, all his fans were like, you're supposed to be an artist. You're not supposed to give any kind of opinion on what's happening in politics and the state of the country. Yeah. You're, you're, most of your fans are white, suburban, middle class. I don't care. Are they? <laughs> as in, Lecrae's got, there's a, obviously there's a, there's a number of black people but there's not enough black people for him to you know his tours are like there's 50 50 between black white and black so So his fans were crazy and you know completely blasted him from mentioning anything race relations and that's why you got the effects of that in his recent album he's talking about how depressed he was because like nobody likes him anymore and you know people really bashed him for having an opinion but yes he's a black man he can have an opinion and he's a christian we're supposed to have opinions on what's happening in our country. And we're supposed to be vocal about it, but we'll get to that. We're supposed later. to be leading the country. Huh? We'll get to that in another podcast. In a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so the, ne- the negative um, misconceptions about Christians, I would say people um, think that all Christians are just Bible bashers. Like, if you say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, they're like, oh, you're one of those Jesus freaks. You're going to bash me over the head with the Bible. You're going to be, you know, condemning me to hell and duh, 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 all of this. They think, like, they think you're boring as well. I don't know if, I don't know if the world has some kind of conception that Christians are like, they have all they do is sit down in, in pews the, in church yeah. with, um, with like, Latin hymn books and yeah. sing, oh, Yes, I know the vocals are the, the album is coming. The album is coming, but you know that's I what they think. And, and I'm that. like, maybe you are boring. <laughs> I boring. I don't know. I don't I'm know. lit. I'm I the latest person I know. Uh, and all my, I am. Am I the lit person I know? I am. I am lit. I'm lit. I'm lit. I can say that. I don't care if anybody wants to agree with me or not. I think I'm we lit. are the littest person that she knows, but okay, Okay, whatever. yeah, no, we are lit. No, 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 yeah. you said it now. You've said it now. It's okay. But like, some more things. Um, They think that we're judgmental, Um, which, to be honest with you, some of these things are not false. There are a lot of Christians who, um, you know, maybe are boring or are um judgmental, are hypocritical, you know? Um, And some of these, like misconceptions they they come from the bible they say yeah. oh you're not supposed to be judgmental because Matthew 7 says um do not judge lest yeah. you be judged duh, 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 duh. but they take things out of context because telling someone oh you've done this wrong it's not judging them no. telling someone you're going to hell that's what judge that's judging them yeah. if yeah. you say oh you're a sinner so you're going to hell yeah. that is judging someone but if we just say listen um actually i think you'll find that yeah. I don't think you should do this. It's not the right way to live. That's not judging someone. That's advising someone. Because you just do it in normal life. So if for me is doing something that I don't agree with, I probably wouldn't say anything. But if for me is something that I don't agree with, I'd be like, babe, mm-mm. Baby girl, baby girl, don't do that. And if she, she didn't, then that means that she doesn't love me. And she can't now say, oh my friends. gosh, you're judging me. No, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, baby, don't do this. Like, what is you doing, baby? What is you doing? <laughs> oh no, baby. Your hair what is you doing? <laughs> um, no, but seriously. So if, okay. So if I um, knew that there was food that was off, right? And then Tina asked me, should I eat this food? And I, Or even if she didn't ask me, she went to go and eat the food. And I say to her, Tina, no, don't go and eat that food. It's um, it's off. It's poison. Somebody doo dooed in it. Like, what do you? 
<laughs> what is is it me judging her or is it me advising her and being helpful? I don't know. That's up to you to decide. If you want to eat doo doo food, that's up to you. I don't mind. <laughs> she said doo doo food. <laughs> but personally, but anyway, some more um some more misconceptions about Christians that we're dumb and we're just that we believe in God because we're stupid and we don't understand stuff. So yeah. because we're stupid, we just believe in God. No, but like then blanketly brainwashed and yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah. But Tina has a master's degree. I'm I have an undergraduate degree in pharmacology and physiology, and she has what my, like twelve ed- educational vocational degrees. And, and for me, it's really super smart. She hyper... can count past ten. I can't count past ten. Count I'm trying to make a point here, and I feel like you're like backtracking on the point there's a certain point I'm trying to make and yeah. to be honest I can't count either but that's not that's neither here nor there <laughs> dyslexia is real okay so anyway um yeah and this is what this is what they think we think they think we're holier than thou and all of that and like I'm saying I'm not trying to discredit anyone's opinions of the Christians that they have experienced or or the things that the media puts out about Christians because a lot of it is the media saying that we're crazy and then you know of course you're going to believe everything that the media says mm. why wouldn't you why wouldn't you yeah, do that? Yeah. But yeah, so those are the kind of things. What about you? Do you think there's any more negative connotations and negative connections? Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. Um, okay. We're too quiet. We're not vocal enough. You know, we don't ever. Is that a bad thing to we the don't, world? We don't do stand. We vocal? don't stand up and stand out, and I think that's a bad thing. If you think mm-hmm. about what a definition is, we get into it later. The definition of a Christian, mm-hmm. um, and when God says, when Jesus says, "You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. I have given you the keys. I have caused you to have dominion, power, and authority." Those people don't sound like people who don't say anything to me. I'm just saying, but personally, who do not say anything. If He had said, "I have caused you to sleep and slumber." fine but that's not what he says he said i've called you to reign and have dominion i you are to be crowned with glory you are you have the kingdom you possess the kingdom go forth there are so many commands you can do all things none of these um scriptural references to me sound like people who are placid Mm. sound like people who are dumb you can't lead anything if you're stupid you know like none of these things to me sound like people who are boring yeah and um so we're gonna just break this we're gonna break this we are we are gonna do that right now so then okay so then uh where i think the trouble lies i'm gonna read a scripture reference right where i think the trouble lies and it's first corinthians 9 19 to 23 1 Corinthians 9, 19 to 23. And it says, Though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone, to win as many as possible. Verse 20. The Jews, to the Jews, I became like a Jew to win the Jews. To those under the law, I became like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, as to win those under the law. To those not having the law, I became like one not having the law. Though I am not free from God's law, but under Christ's law. So as to win those not having the law. To the weak, I became weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means I might save some. I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessings. 
we've misinterpreted this passage. So we quote, you know, we become all things to all men so that we might win them, right? So Paul, like to the weak I became weak, to the strong I became strong, to the wise I became wise, to the Jew I became Jew, to the Gentile I became Gentile, which means we're supposed to be able to be relatable Mm -hmm. to all walks of life because you cannot, I say this all the time and people disagree, you can't save your enemy. You save your friend right? You can't bring salvation to somebody who you haven't shared love with because mm-hmm. salvation is a as, is a fruit or byproduct of love, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm fighting you, you're not going to be like, I'm going to turn to Jesus. No, you have to save your friend. You can save your friend. So Paul was like, become relatable with mm-hmm. all walks of life so that you may save some. Where I think we've got it twisted in Christendom is that we have become everything and nothing, you know it's like we've become everything and nothing nobody rates us any anymore you know we're too malleable we're just like oh that's a good science word we're too malleable like we just bend and melt and you can reconfigure us and we have no substance anymore what do we stand for if i'm going to be become a jew so i can win a jew it has to be in principle yeah you know i mean we can't just say we have to be nice and unoffensive and um make no apologies or anything just so that we can win the world. That's not how it, that's not the point. I think we've missed the point of the scripture where it says, become all things to all men. Yes, be relatable to everyone. Yes, be nice and accommodating, but not to the extent that you lose your value, you lose your virtue, you lose the fundamental principles that define your faith. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, you've made a good point in terms of like people don't rate us anymore. The world doesn't rate us because we're not serious about the faith ourselves. It's because so we have Because we have handed over so much of the tenets of the faith yeah. uh, for the world and compromise so much to make everybody feel so comfortable mm. that now people are like, okay, Christians are not serious and blah, blah. And yeah. actually, um, um, what Kalechi said in the chat, I've lost it actually, but I'll um, paraphrase. So sorry, Kalechi, I'm paraphrasing you. But he basically said that, um, you know, that's why people kind of respect Muslims more and they won't, um, they won't use Allah's name in vain. They're not going to make any, like there's barely any issues when it comes to criticising Islam, even though, you know, all religions can be under criticism, but when it comes to Christianity, everybody's got something to say. Everybody, really? their mom, their dog, yeah. their gerbil, <laughs> their cousin, everybody's got something to say. Yeah. But when it comes to Islam, everyone's like, do you know what? You know, we can Don't actually respect. consequences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, even, even that, like, you know, like they know they're serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's they true. know they're serious about what they believe. It's true. It's you know, that they're willing to fight now. for it. They're willing to stand up for yeah. it. Whereas we're like, okay, you don't like It's Jesus okay. Friend. We love you though. Yeah. We, that's it. We love you with the love of Christ. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus said, I have come to separate mother from father. Okay. I have come to bring a sword and a spear. <laughs> Jesus said, I have come to separate. That's it. He was going, he came to scatter the world, right? He mm-hmm. came to literally scatter. Literally. So when we say, I love you, the love of Christ, <clears throat> we love you, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that we should be like almost a laughing stock of the world now. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that like that's the place that the body of Christ has got to. It's true. No one is offended. No one is scared to offend Christians. Yeah. I mean, even in this country, underhandedly, um, what do you call it? What's her name? Theresa May is making laws left, right and centre, which blatantly yeah. disrespect Christianity. You know what I mean? And we can't continue to do this. It's not right. We have to make, take a stand. We have to be a unified body. We have to absolutely 
make sure that we do not miss the point of being all things to all men. Yes, we are to be nice. Yes, we are to be accommodating. Yes, we are to love, but we still have to stand on principle, biblical principle on what a Christian is. And I think um, another thing is that people misunderstand the difference between nice and loving. Hmm. There's a big difference. And I'll give you an example. When you were young and your mum says to you, okay, don't put your hand on the stove because it's hot. She's not telling you not to do that because she hates you (laughs) or because she's judging you. She's doing it because she loves you and she knows that it's a dangerous thing to do. Mm -hmm. So she will reprimand you. And if you do it, She'll beat you. Well, my mum would. I don't know. Some, some of you never got beat, so that's why you don't know. But Nadine is waving at us because she knows, she like, knows. you get beats, like, you know? And it's not because my mum hates me. She doesn't beat me because she hates me. She beats me because she loves me. Yeah. Um, the Bible, even the Bible says, spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah. Like, you have to discipline. And I'm not talking about physical discipline, but whatever kind of discipline, you have to discipline your children. And we are God's children, so he disciplines us, you know? So love is... Um, he chastises those he loves, right? Yeah. It's not that he chastises people because he hates them and doesn't want them to have a good time, you know? And the same with us. We can't just be nice to everyone all the time because sometimes your behaviour might not require us to be nice. It might require some tough love and we finna give it to you, you know? I'm not here to, I'm not here to make everybody feel comfortable all the time. I'm here to make you be the best that you can be. That's my job. That. I struggle with that. For me, always, I'm too nice. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not here to be because it's not loving. Yeah. I don't think it's loving. I yeah. think it's the opposite of loving. Yeah, it's if, if, if as a parent you give your child a diet of exclusively of sweets, then I don't think you love your child. You know, you know. You I don't know. think you love your child. Abuse, it might be yeah. nice, and your child might love you for it, but it's a false love. Yeah, it's a worldly love. Yeah, and that's not what Christians are called to. Christians are called to challenge others. Yeah. we're called to make sure that you know. Listen, I've got your best interest at heart, and yeah. it might hurt, and it might cut deep. You know, the word is sharper than a two-edged sword. That's gonna hurt. You know, but <laughs> but um, you know, you'll be better off for it. Yeah. So you know that mistake is is quite a detrimental one. I think it is. So that's Christian perceptions. Is there such thing as a real Christian? If so, how can you tell if someone is a real Christian or not? Or even what is a normal Christian? Mm-hmm. And is what we think a normal Christian is the biblical definition of a Christian? So for me, is there such thing as a real Christian? I think it's really hard to say. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to see because... Um, we're all human and that's the like the number one thing I think some people forget that Christians are also human mm-hmm. I'll put my hands up and admit it I know I look like a superhero Ooh! but I'm not from Krypton I was born here even though like Sakina says this is not my postcode I just visiting you know like it's not my manner. like I don't it's, it's not, not my, my manner. manner like this is this world is a hotel to me do you know what I mean but so um, I think it's really hard to say like oh, that person's not a Christian because they did X, Y, and Z. Because they might be struggling with sin and that's something that we all struggle with. Yeah. You know, um, people who say like, oh, you know, they don't struggle with sin. They're either lying because yeah. the Bible says if we fall, we all fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. So if you say that you don't sin, you are a liar. The, the Bible says that. So um, yeah, it's difficult to say like what, but what, oh, is this person a Christian just by looking at them? That would be judging. Um, but at the same time, 
there has to be an earnestness in your heart about running after God and chasing after God and wanting to make yourself better. And there has to be a repentant lifestyle and you have to have the conviction to change. Mm-hmm. You can't be happy sinning mm-hmm. and happy, but willfully sinning and being disobedient to God and call yourself a true Christian. You might call yourself a true Christian, but it's like you really would have to examine yourself for yourself and see if you really are. Um, because a lot of people say, like, God knows my heart. But that's the problem sometimes. God does he know, know your exactly. heart. He knows, exactly. He knows you know, heart. He knows that you're not going to stop fornicating because you love fornication more than you love him. Yeah. So that is him knowing your heart, and that's not great because fornicators won't inherit the kingdom of God. So yeah. as much as we, you know, might want to do it, you know, um, sometimes you have to you have to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and you know, trust in God that, that you know all these things um, that He's telling us that we have to kind of abstain from and wait for are for a reason and they're for our benefit. So um, yeah, I think Christianity is more of a journey than a destination. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you can just be like, okay, I'm a Christian now, and then all of a sudden your brand like you're magically like all your behavior has changed yes you're a new man you're a new creature but there's still a journey to it you're still getting better going from glory to glory strength to strength yeah it's not just like i've arrived now even paul big boy like paul man man like like paul (laughs) was like i do not count myself to have apprehended so if Big boy Paul can tell us that he doesn't think he's apprehended. Then who are you? Uh, me personally, I don't know. I, if maybe when I'm 89, I'll be apprehended. But as for now, I'll just reach the, uh, the, the, the just, just reach the side of it where it says just read it. Oh, I have just about <laughs> apprehended. Just about begun to apprehend. Almost like seriously, you know. Uh, big man like Paul. You know? Unless I see, unless I'm like walking. It's every time I sleep, right? And I just go to, I transcend to heavenly realms and me and Jesus are walking. Abraham is there. Adam is there. Isaac is there. We're just walking through heaven together every night when I sleep. Then I can say I've apprehended. Until I'm seeing heavenly visions and I'm seeing unicorns in heaven and I'm seeing all sorts of things. I haven't really relaxed. You're not that serious. All of these holier than thou, purer than purer. Stop it. Yes, just stop. (laughs) Stop. It's not that serious and it's not that deep. We're not saying that you shouldn't endeavour to be these things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's not what you're saying. It's not that we're saying that you shouldn't endeavour to. Or you most certainly should. That you shouldn't do the the complete opposite, which is be like, I'm just a sinner anyway. So I'm going to carry on on singing. You know, I'm going to carry on sinning because I'm just a sinner. I'm just wretched, weak, and my flesh is dead. (laughs) No, stop. Also, stop it. Yeah, just stop (laughs) misbehaving. You can't be on the one hand, it's like, okay, you've got your. I think it's true. You have your two polar extremes and the polar opposites. Like yeah. The holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty. The Pharisees. <laughs> the modern day contemporary the modern day, Pharisees. And then you have those who are just like, every minute, well, I'm just a wicked sinner anyway, saved by grace. And each day I'm going to try my hardest. And then, but I fell yesterday, so I'm going to try better today. Stop. Stop. No, but they're not even like, I'm going to try better today. They're like, no point trying anymore because I failed. Yeah. No, so that's not, that's not healthy. No, See not. a doctor. Sorry, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, see a pastor though. Do do that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I think, <laughs> so I think, um, so I think a real Christian is, it's an inward thing. It's about, you know, genuinely trying to behave like Jesus, genuinely trying to have a close connection with Jesus. Because the thing is, you can do, you can follow the whole law and mm. not be a real Christian. And mm. I don't think people realise that. Because yeah. unless you have a relationship with Jesus, yeah. you're not a real Christian. And that, so, 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 okay, so let me ask you a question, in fact. If I am, you know, following the law, I quote unquote, don't sin for like a year, but I don't pray in that year. Am I a Christian? 
I think you can, if you do not have communication with the one who created you, you don't have communication with the person who you profess to follow, then no. Fair enough. Because a follower of Christ, if you can't see him, it means you can't, you can't follow, follow him. him. Yeah, so you true. have to be able I to... I like that. It's a word. Because Holy, lots of sound The Holy today. Spirit is here. I don't know if you... You didn't see him walk here. I saw him. <laughs> I thought you were doing the camera when he walked in. Like, if you can't see the person you're supposed to be following, then you're not following him. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we definitely have to... So yes, you can be completely sin-free. I mean, nuns, unless you're in your thought, you sin in your mind. Well, you do sin in your mind. You sin in your... I sin in my mind more than I sin in real life. You know, as in real life, as in like outwardly, you know, <laughs> for, <laughs> me, for me like personally, it's just like, uh-uh, because I think about setting people on fire, I think about setting buildings oh my on gosh, fire. Honest, I'm <laughs> actually scared of Tina because the amount of times it comes out of her mouth that she wants to set someone on fire. <laughs> if she ends up in prison, I won't even ask them what it's for because I already know the that she's set someone on that fire. will happen inside that prison. That someone the set on fire. All you will hear is the prison Prison walls start to shake. The doors begin to open. There is mighty revival. Rivers of living water will flow through each cell. If I do go to prison, I'll set fire to someone. Um, or not someone, something. Because it's not just going to be someone. It will be something. It will be burned. Child, don't just... <laughs> God is working on me. I'll set fire to you. You don't. One, two, three, fire. <laughs> okay, so fair enough. Um, So I want to just end that, wrap that bit up mm-hmm. with... um. Matthew seven fifteen twenty, 20, mm-hmm. which reads, you will know them by their fruits. I think that that's, you know, a bit more, um, it's more about kind of like the fivefold ministry, like you will know a pastor by their fruits. Mm. But James 3, 9, 12 says, um, can a fig tree bear olives? And, you know, can a olive tree bear bananas, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you can't, it can't. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, your fruits are going to show mm. what, whether or not your heart is pure. Mm. So look inwardly, mm. seek God, mm. and then you for yourself can tell mm. yourself whether mm. or not you're a Christian. Nobody should be able to look at you and judge you, but they should be able to, if, they, if you are one, mm. somebody should be able to tell. Mm. Like, have you ever heard somebody say, oh, um, there's something different about you. There's like a grace on you. Like, it should be that. Like, it's, it should happen. And that happens to us quite Lot, you can't just I be think. blending in completely. You can't blend. Like, you can't come a You can't be like, oh, you're the same as everybody else. Yeah, there has to be something. You different should be about offended you. at that. I don't statement. know what it is. But yeah. something different about you. That should we, be we your testimony. Yeah, we got that. We got, <laughs> we've gotten that quite a lot, and um, I fully agree. And that leads on really well to the point that I was going to make is the fact that it is by your fruits. So then, what are the fruits of a Christian? Um, what are no, the joyful... no I'm joking? You know, what are the fruits? <laughs> of a Christian, what is a Christian supposed to be like? And let's look at it biblically. And I'm going to go into the biblical thing, come bit of a like theology, okay? Uh, I'm going to kind of go into the biblical definition of a Christian and what a Christian is supposed to look like. What fruits are they supposed to bear? What characteristics are they supposed to have? Um, what are they supposed to do and say? Um, so since the Bible obviously is really important to us, hashtag scripture, <laughs> and is the authority for the Christian faith, um, we're going to go into some Bible references, okay? And um, we're going to look at the early church because that's where we find out what a Christian is supposed to look like. Yeah. So if we look really quickly into Acts chapter 11, verse 26, it says, so for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were then called Christians first in Antioch, okay? So they were meeting together in church 
Um, they were teaching and there was a great number of people. They were first called, so the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Then Acts chapter 26 verse 28 says, Then Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Again, that is something else that we need to bear reference to. And then thirdly, 1 Peter 4.16 says, However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. So they were called Christians because their behaviour and activity, this is the early church, Mm -hmm. right? Their behaviour and activity and speech were like Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You're a Christian if your behaviour, speech and activity is like Jesus Christ. So... If the fruits that you produce in your character, your behaviour and your activity are like Jesus Christ, then you are a Christian. You cannot say you're a Christian, but your behaviour, activity and speech speech is not like a Christian. Okay? So the word Christian means follower of Christ or belonging to the party or group of people who follow Christ, right? So what made them part of this group called Christian is that they all did things like Jesus. That's it. What Jesus started, they finished. Mm-hmm. And that's Christianity. Mm-hmm. In effect, we all do things like Jesus. What Jesus started, we finish. Jesus said, we all can all quote it, John 14, 13, I believe it is, greater work shall you do um, because I've gone to my father. Boom, better being, better boom. Okay, <laughs> so greater work shall we do because we, Jesus has gone unto his father. So mm-hmm. what Jesus started when he was on earth, to be a Christian, we fulfill that. Yeah. We complete it. We carry on the mission. What was Jesus doing? Everywhere he went, the Lord was doing good. He was doing good. <laughs> the mighty healer power. He healed the leper. When the cripples saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, the Lord was doing good. Lion of Judah. Lion of <laughs> Judah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So don't mind so us. Don't mind us. Inside joke. Inside joke. So the early church and the early Christians um, in the Bible, they were the type of people who shook the world. Exactly as what Jesus, Jesus came and he scattered everything left to right. They were like, who is this man? Mm-hmm. And why is he causing so much trouble? Mm-hmm. People were trying to fight him every single day. They were trying to stone him, kidnap him, shut him up every single day. He was causing the most ruckus yeah. ever. You know what I mean? And the disciples continued on that same thing, not just being troublemakers, because we're not saying be a troublemaker, but shake the world, Mm -hmm. disturb and disrupt the enemy, Mm -hmm. okay? Push back the kingdom of darkness. You know what I mean? And not Um, only the kingdom of darkness there, but the church and the kingdom of God as well. Yeah. Because the thing is, he didn't just come to rebuke Satan. He came to rebuke the church and say, listen, guys, you're doing this whole thing wrong. Yeah. He came to rebuke religion and say, listen... I don't know what you guys are doing, all of this law, 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 no spirit, but you need to cut it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, and refute, and also we refute all social and religious norms and yeah, values. Yeah. You know, completely refute, turn everything that they thought they knew on their head. Yeah. Completely. So he'll be like, you think you know Abraham? <laughs> no, you don't. Mm. You know, like, that's why, he, that's why he got the Pharisees so mad. Because yeah. they were like, you think you know God so well, but you don't know him at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he also healed those whom the doctors have failed to heal. Mm -hmm. You know, the disciples, Peter would walk, shadow, heal. 
I need that in 19. No, I honestly, do you know that NHS kids will go down in this? <laughs> no, it's true. Know, we should pray. We should have an <laughs> online prayer and fasting session so that we can receive the same anointing as Peter. Yeah. Walk into any hospital, gather here, 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 gather here. Yeah? Our shadow will heal every NHS kids. Employ us. NHS, we got the juice. <laughs> yeah, we have got the juice. We need to be contractors for the NHS. <laughs> heal those whom. You know, doctors have failed to yeah. doctors have failed to heal. Um, provide restoration and deliverance and establish new world order. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. That disciples established a new world order. If it wasn't for the disciples, we wouldn't have Christianity. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for them, Jesus passed on the message, they could have slept on it. Mm-hmm. They could have completely slept on it. If it wasn't for the disciples, we wouldn't have Christianity. So what do we have now? You know, it's our radical, it's the disciples' radical behaviour that's brought forth a Christian revival all over the world. The Christian revival shouldn't have stopped with the disciples. Mm-hmm. We should still have revival right now. We should still be radical Christians. So I think what it is is that we have normalised Christianity to the point whereby we th- we feel like those who refute social norms, refute political norms, refute religious norms, um, rebuke Satan and rebuke things the status quo, we call those people radical Christians. When in actual fact, those are biblical definitions of Christianity. Yeah. What the disciples were doing, scattering the whole entire world, jump on a boat and go ape, yeah? yeah. Go ham, go hard in the paint. Everything, <laughs> that the, everything that the disciples were doing, which we now, in modern day Christendom, would class that as radical. Yeah. That's normal. That's normal. That's normal Christianity. That's what Jesus said we should do. And if we're not doing that, if we haven't disturbed something or someone, we are not Christian. Exactly. We are not doing our job. We're not doing our job. We're not on job. Yeah. Yeah. We're not on job. We're not Christian. Okay, we are still we are Christian. One day I stop evangelizing and I start the next day. Yeah, it doesn't mean I'm not Christian. Because even Paul slept now. You know, when he was bitten by the snake, he had to sleep. But we've got to do better. We have to do better, and I think that's basically what we're trying to say: is that if it looks like a Christian and sounds like a Christian, it shouldn't be a duck. It It should should be be a Christian. Christian. It should should be a Christian. So, um, also, I'm going to read something before you go on to that. Yeah, can I just say that? I really want us to really stress the fact that Jesus, the disciples, everyone who came after, even even recent, even now in some parts of the world, when Christians were doing their job, the world wanted to kill them. Yeah. It wasn't like a, oh yeah, you blend in, you're yeah, one of my yeah, friends. Yeah. They tried to kill them and they executed them and they crucified them and they boiled them in oil and they skinned them alive and they stoned them. Yeah. If that's not going on in your life, I'm not saying that, you know, we should all be dying on the streets or anything but what i'm saying is that if people don't have an aversion for you to you if people are not offended by the things that you say then maybe you aren't a christian maybe you aren't maybe your um your revelation of what christianity is is incorrect yeah because yeah because we're supposed to be radical like you said and radicalness then comes with persecution people are not going to be your friend people are not going to like you there obviously will be some people who um, you know, God will put in the the will of that in their heart that they they need God and they will come and you know be about it and be involved. But there's also going to be some people who want to shut you up. Mm. And if that's not happening, then you need to evaluate your service you in the kingdom of God. Saying anything that's disturbing anything. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you're not shaking it up, then sit down. Okay, so the first Christians were said to have turned the world upside down. Acts 17, 1 to 9. There is one... <laughs> you see the book of Acts here? Yeah. I don't know if anybody has really read Acts and then really read it 
And then there's one verse. I think it's in, I think it's in verse six, verse six. or seven. Them down. Yeah, but yeah, when they six. did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city officials shouting, these men have caused trouble all over the world <laughs> and have come here now to do the same. You know, these people saying, these people, the Christians, yeah. these disciples have caused trouble all over the world. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Like, I actually, I, I, uh, I don't mind doing that, you know. And um, they did not adhere to accepted moral or normal standards, low and loose as they had become. They scoffed at the idea of political powers. They exposed lies, pop culture. You know, they brought pagan traditions to naught. All of this yeah. paganism that we're seeing, that we're accepting, we're going to get into some of the things that we feel like we should not accept in other podcasts. Mm-hmm. But all these pagan and immoral things that are just springing up left, right and centre that we are now told we have to accept. Otherwise, we are going to be be ones who are discriminating. Can you imagine that? Yeah. We're, we're discriminating against people. All these pagan and immoral things, the disciples have been like, are you dumb, bruv? Are you <laughs> mad? Are you okay, bruv? That's what they would have said. And we have to do the same thing, the exact same thing. You know, we have to be uncompromising in yeah. our quest for fulfilling kingdom standards. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. We have to be uncompromising, unwavering um, in our quest to fulfill kingdom standards because we have light and we have power. And the Christianity that we have right now is not that. There is no, yeah. there's not that much light on power. And we're not saying that there are no Christians who are on job because that would be complete um, sin against the Holy Spirit. And we don't, we're not trying to do that. We are, there are Christians who are on job mm-hmm. all over the world. But we're saying is that there's not enough Christians on yeah. job all over the world. You know, we can't be too placid. We can't be too safe. We have convinced ourselves that this version of Christianity, where our household is saved and flourishing, our churches are hmm. full, and it's the type of Christianity that hmm. we have. We've convinced ourselves that as long as me and my household are safe hmm. and healthy and driving a Lexus and, and, you know, our church is nice, that that's it nah you're talking the talk that's not <laughs> it it's not it yeah. it's wrong yeah. Uh-uh. yeah like it's wrong that's <laughs> so not the Christianity <laughs> you are the weakest link yeah, you know like, like that's, that's not, not the Christianity yeah. it's not about me my household my church and okay, my couple of my brethren them auntie and them uncle and them my church is fine. That's mm-hmm. not it. Mm-hmm. it. It extends more than you're just yourself. Mm-hmm. Christianity isn't just about ensuring your own salvation. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, I have come to you to work th- in you and then for you for me to work through you. Mm-hmm. Jesus comes to us, in us and through us. It's, it revolves. It comes out. It's not supposed to just stay in us. And I think that we have to really get to the point where the type of Christianity that we are comfortable with is radical Christianity. Yeah, yeah. Not normal, mm-hmm. nice, the nice ones that we were talking about at the beginning, but radical Christianity is the type of Christianity that we should be comfortable with. Greater work shall you do because I go unto my father. In essence, a real Christian, a normal Christian, a proper Christian is a radical Christian. Yeah. Sorry for all you nonchalant Nancys. Yeah? All you <laughs> nonchalant nicey, nicey Nancys. Sorry, but you have to level up. <laughs> level up. Level up. Point number three for me. Okay, so how would Jesus behave in contemporary society? I'm just going to sit back. Was Jesus a nice this. guy? And would Jesus 
um, accept some of the things that Christian and I accepted today. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm joking. Um, seriously though, like, um, I, I said, if Jesus was here today, he would have shut it down. People. He would have just said, you know what? Everybody come, we're going. We're going home. We're going home. Pack your load. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back your look, let's That's go. It. That's because it. the today world is has cancelled. Today is cancelled. <laughs> the day that is today is cancelled. Let's go. Because honestly, some of the things that are going on in the world, like, and I have some examples, and they're outlandish examples. Please but let them have it. Please, I'm because I want to enjoy this. Like, I, I don't even know where to start. People are like, so you know all of this sex doll nonsense that's happening what is that what? what's going on what's happening in the world i don't understand people are marrying sex dolls marrying inanimate objects i'm going to read your article right now yeah um this is for the telegraph do you people you people believe the telegraph <laughs> isn't it because yeah. i saw it was in the mirror and the metro but i know some of you you don't believe those ones so let me say okay the telegraph <clears throat> title woman marries train station <laughs> <laughs> you just tell me no it's not every podcast finish the podcast go home go home we finish that's we finish. it cancelled we finished podcast cancelled woman marries train station lock off everything lock off shut down woman marries train station I for me I don't understand I don't get it 45 year old Carol says that she was smitten with Santa Fe listen can I just say the woman's name is Carol Santa Fe right let me read. 45-year-old Carol Santa Fe says that she's been smitten with the train station in California since she was a young girl. And so she t- decided to make their relationship with the place official. Can I just say that when that? I first heard that her name was Carol Santa Fe, I thought, oh, maybe she had some kind of like thing go in her head that because her name was also Santa Fe and the train station was Santa Fe, like maybe something happened. But then I realised, no, that's her married name. That she's Jesus. now married to train station. And now, Jesus so her maiden name is not Santa Fe. It's her married name that's Santa Fe. I said, Jesus, if you don't come soon, what will be the left for you to come for? Are you sleeping? What's happening? Come it's on, Reggie. Because... It's true. Karen said the whole world is finished. It's, it's finished. finished. The it's whole over. world is finished. Thank Just you, Karen. Cancel, yes. cancel Christmas. Cancel it. Honestly, yes. I was so I'm so shocked at the things that are going on. But what would Jesus do in this situation? I don't think Jesus would sit here and stand for it. But the things that are going on in the church, sexual abuse in the church, what kind of disgusting things are going on? Yeah. He would not stand for it. Yeah. He would not be like, okay, you guys are doing that. That's cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, Jesus was flipping tables in the temple. Jesus was calling people brood of vipers and son of Satan. Imagine somebody calling you son of Satan. Calling people dogs. Imagine. Imagine. Can you imagine? No, I would cry. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't even understand. Sorry. So when people say Jesus was a nice guy, duh, 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 Jesus wouldn't do that. I it feel like you don't know tables. Jesus. You don't know my Jesus because the Jesus that I read about in the Bible was saying a whole bunch of mess. <laughs> he was saying a lot of stuff and. I mean, a lot of it wasn't polite. <laughs> if, we're honest, if we're gonna be honest, to say, oh, that, you know, the dogs I can't take the crumbs from the, the table. Dog. How you calling me a dog? Like, I don't know if I would be able to receive that because she's still held on in faith, right? I would have gone home. But I don't know. Just I would have been home. like, do you know what, Jesus, all right then. Go home. I'm I, sorry. If sorry, you're not going to help, then fine. I don't know. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sir. Oh, God. Just bow out. Like, that hurts. Just bow out. That hurts. But, you know, Jesus was not a placid man. He no. was not, uh, um, you know, he was meek, but there's a difference between meekness and lay down and get run over by a steamroller. Yeah, like, he yeah. wasn't that kind of it guy. Wasn't a he wasn't yeah. he, he stood up for the oppressed. He stood up for what was right. Yeah. You know, and so did the disciples after him. Yeah. They didn't, um, you know, just go into the the churches and see all of the, for example, sexual abuse happening in the church and be like, okay, yeah, 
that's fine. Or, you know, stand up and applaud people. Let's not talk about that. Sorry, I'll get angry. But, you know, he was not, he was not doing, they were not doing that. They were saying, do you know what? All of this sexual immorality, it has to stop because you guys are not going to heaven, even though you think you're going to heaven. You ain't going to get there if you keep up with this sexual immorality. He's waiting for you at you're the not going to do that. He's waiting like, for you at the door like, <laughs> he's not even going to, he's so not, you think you going? He's going to be like, your name is not on the list. Your name, your name is, is not here. Because you're doing all of this madness, especially in the church. Yeah. So I think, Jesus would challenge, like you said, social norms. Yeah. He would challenge the things that we accept, the laws that we've accepted. Yeah. He would, you know, be knocking on the White House like Trump. We need to have a conversation. Don't right mention now. anything to do with like, Trump because I will go Me off and off. you need to just talk <laughs> yeah. because you know he wouldn't be just like okay, it is well, and then praying in a corner. He went to pray on the mountain, yes, but then he also came back down Absolutely. and he addressed the issues. Absolutely. So. Yeah, Jesus wouldn't wouldn't be cool. And <laughs> I, things that I, are going on. I definitely feel like that is the we only like the one aspect of Jesus. We yeah, like the nice the Jesus, Jesus. You know? Yeah. The one, you know, the memes you see of his with his hand is open. The Jesus wept And Jesus. you know, yeah, the the, the the nice kind of comfort mm-hmm. you in my bosom, Jesus. Yeah. That's the only Jesus we like. That's the only one that we we want to know or have a relationship with. Yes, Jesus is loving. He's died to save your sins, he died to give you life, and he will do all over again if mm-hmm. he had to mm-hmm. okay that's one aspect of jesus but <laughs> there's another aspect of jesus who has the same kind of characteristics as his father which is the god of vengeance the god of judgment the god of righteousness mm-hmm. and order mm-hmm. you know that he has the same characteristics as his father he will not be able to see injustice happen immor- immorality happening um paganism happening anything like that and be like it is well Mm -hmm. he ain't finna say that he's not gonna say that jesus this is the same jesus who said to his disciples how long am i gonna be here with you i won't go i won't go i want to i want to go because um i can't take it anymore you know what i mean i can't take it anymore jesus was the same guy who said look and listen we have to do better you know, we can't just ascribe to one side of Jesus, which is the nicey nicey. We have to take the other side of Jesus, which is the one who said this is right and this is wrong. Mm-hmm. He separated the sheep from the goats. Mm-hmm. He separated the wheat from the chaff. Okay, he said, this is how you're supposed to be. This is not how you're supposed to be. Choose which side you want to be on. Choose whose side you are on. Choose which side you want to be on. And that's what Jesus did. He didn't say, okay, it's it's because my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. So if you are going to be one of Jesus' sheep, hear his voice and follow him. Mm-hmm. And the shepherd, look, shepherd patterns the sheep, you know. The shepherd isn't just like, okay, sheep. Oh, I love you sheep love you sheep if the sheep yeah, <laughs> if the sheep are going left when the shepherd has said go right that stuff he has in his hand he uses it for a reason it's not there yeah, it's not just to help him walk he's not crippled it's not a crutch it's not crutches the stuff is there to pattern and correct the sheep into alignment so Jesus said my sheep hear my voice we have to hear everything jesus mm-hmm, says mm-hmm. and not just, just the nice stuff yeah. just it's not pick and mix it's yeah. not we know we live as a sociologist <laughs> and a and a political person where you know we're living in a postmodern age and the era of postmodernism is that we're able to pick and choose the culture the religion the values that we want and create like a moral hybrid of our own identity yeah that's what we live in that kind of society christianity is not that there's no pick and mix there's no pick and choose there's no moral hybrids there's no gray area 
It's black, it's white. Jesus said, if you're it's lukewarm, black. I'm finna it's spit white. you out. Sorry. That's it. If you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out. That's basically it. You can't pick and choose which parts of Christianity you want. Yeah. You can't pick and choose which Jesus you want. Don't do it. And that in itself, that's idolatry. <laughs> when you decide that God is only, um, you know, he's only a nice God. He wouldn't do this because he's too nice. You've created your own God. That's mm. idolatry. Don't do that. Mm. Like... You know, God has told us who he is. It's in the Bible. He's a God of love, but he's a God of righteousness and judgment as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't you can't say, I can't say that Tina mm. is, uh, Tina is a teacher, but she's not a mother. Uh, who am I to say that? What kind mm. of, what? Mm-hmm. You mm. don't get to choose who somebody is. Mm. They've told you who they are. They mm. show you who they are. And you have to accept them or not accept them. And that's mm. your choice. You can choose to not accept them. I beg you don't, but you can choose to not accept them, but it's not your decision to make up how you think he should be in mm. your head. Like, that doesn't make sense. A whole God, you know. A whole God. You want to just imagine him, yeah? This small, God. small imagination in your small, small mind. You can't mind. confine him, yeah? Mm. You can't limit him. You can't compartmentalise him into just the aspect of God that you want. You can't do that. And as Christians, we're not supposed to do that. Yeah. You know, we need all kinds... Because when you... <laughs> You want the nice God, but then when something has happened to you or your manager at work has gotten on your nerves, you're like, God, will you deal with them? Send angels, send fire. But that's the same God that you're asking to command Holy Ghost fire to kill off your, your boss or your manager. <laughs> you but you, yeah, you don't want him to do that to you. It doesn't make sense. You can't, what you want God yeah. to do to others, he has to also do yeah. to you. So we can't say, God, burn up every sin, you know, do this, do that. And then... We don't want that same God. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Exactly. You have to take all of Him, mm-hmm. all of Him in His entirety, and swallow because it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Chew on it and swallow it. Yeah. yeah. I think have we have we answered questions? We, okay, so I let's see. We so we've discussed um, and we've answered what the perception and misconception of Christians are, mm-hmm. um, which is the nicey nicey, too polite, blah blah blah. Then we discussed what a real Christian is and what is the biblical definition of a Christian, and that's radical. Mm-hmm. And we said, would Jesus stand for contemporary society? And we said, absolutely not. Absolutely. I want to know which Jesus. Jesus is. What church? Do you say if I go to any of our churches, no. he will be like, so this is church. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you people are calling church. Can you imagine? You know, there was only one church in Revelation, one out of the seven, yeah? One church in the book of Revelations that God said, I can even tolerate you, yeah? <laughs> I can even just about You are just about, okay, one church. I won't say you're fired. Out fire. of the whole seven. Imagine, and that was in the time. Yeah. Look how far gone we are. Yeah. So Jesus wouldn't even like some of our churches, let alone some of us Christians. Okay. Um, so yes, I think we've covered it. Basically, if it looks like a Christian and it sounds like a Christian, it, it should be, be a, a Christian. Christian. Do what it's do be as we are supposed to be. Yeah. What it says on the tin, our content should be that. Yeah. So what's our closing scripture for me? I mean, I like James um, 12. My brothers and sisters, can, I, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Yeah. Like you, you gotta like you gotta do what it says yeah. on the tin, do right? Yeah. And I think that's basically what he was trying to say in a very elaborate yeah. analogy, logical. Yeah. That's not a word, but this is it, that's man. fine. Yeah. We're making words. We, we do. We will do that. that. You gave have, us the power to create. You will okay. have some words. Okay. What he says, "Speak those things that are not that as if not, they, so were. they were." So, if I want to call something analogical, <laughs> then I can do that. Okay. Crookum crackum. <laughs> <laughs> you crookum crackum. Okay. Let's just let's just. All right. Pray. Let's pray. You want to go first? 
Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are mighty and yes. holy. You yes. are righteous and loving. Yes. We thank you that you are not a one-dimensional God. No. We thank you that you are a God of law and order, but yes. you are also a spiritual God who yes. cares about our emotions. You care about our well-being. Yes. We thank you that you are... Um, like in you, in salvation and in you are, is joy unspeakable yes. and is just overflowing joy. We thank you, mighty God, Heavenly Father, that you just want the best for us, mighty yes. God, and you don't allow us to just be left to our own devices, yes. making mistakes here and there, just running to hell yes. like there is no... <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> like there is no tomorrow but yeah. you you put us on the right path and you tell us what is right and where we should yeah. go we thank you mighty god heavenly father that you continue to work in us we pray that everybody who is listening we pray that everybody who is watching mighty god heavenly father will just feel your spirit today mighty god heavenly father and they will know you a bit more for themselves yes. we pray mighty god heavenly father that you will correct any inaccuracies in our thoughts mighty yeah. god every thought that does not align with your will with your thoughts with what you have said in your word we cast it down right now in the mighty name of jesus yes. and we declare that we take hold of our minds oh lord heavenly yes. father and we commit them unto you in the mighty name of jesus yes. we say guide us lead us mighty god heavenly father wherever you want us to go Amen. we say set a light in us almighty god heavenly yes, father set lord. us on fire oh god yes. for your word says that you are an all-consuming fire so if you are in us yes. then there must be an all-consuming fire within us yes. so we pray mighty god heavenly father that as we go in the streets oh lord that we are not too placid and we're not too yes. nice oh god yes. but that we set the streets on fire with the holy ghost fire yes. we pray mighty god heavenly father that we bring revival mighty god we bring change and transformation to the yes. lives of people in the mighty name of jesus and that yes. we turn the world upside down yes. just as your disciples did in the early church we give yes. you praise we give you glory god you are so great god you are so awesome god you are so mighty god you are so perfect god you are so loving god you are so all-knowing you are wisdom personified you are glory personified and yet you saw fit to bless us with the exact same qualities you have lord you have given us supernatural intelligence you've given us wisdom lord your word says who is man that you are mindful of him Hmm. the son of man that you visit here Hmm. but yet you have made him a little lower than the angels you have crowned him with glory and honor and placed all things under his feet god we don't realize just how much you have given us Mm. we don't realize just how anointed we are just how powerful we are for your word says greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world we are full of power we have been crowned with glory and with honor you have given us you have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places our cup runneth over i don't even know like everything lord you have just given us everything and yet we sit on these gifts Mm. and yet we hide ourselves under the basket like your word says that we can't be like candles hidden under a basket or under a bed we're supposed to be on a hill shining bright for all to see lord today as we have been encouraged to do this give us the grace give us the strength to execute it well your word says that our your strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. So Father God, in every inadequacy that we have, Lord of God, if every insecurity that we have in being these outspoken radical Christians, any fear that we may have of, you know, being told to shut up or being (laughs) shut down or being, you know, anything, any fear that we have, whether it's from state or civil 
Father God, we ask you to remove it right now in the power of Jesus Christ. That you have not given us the spirit of fear, but you have given us the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. So with all these gifts and blessings you have given us, O Lord, with all this authority, with all this dominion, with all this grace and eloquence, with all the power that we have, may we execute it well. May we be good Christians. May we be good stewards of the faith. May we be good ambassadors, good priests, Father God. May we be good servicemen and servicewomen. Because we know that we have called to serve, Father God. So, Father God, help us to execute what it is that you have sent Jesus here to do. You sent him to save the lost. May we also do greater works than Jesus. May we finish what he started. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Lord, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you for the armour of God that you have given us so that we can do this without fear of reproach. That you've given us a shield of faith. That you have given us the gospel of of peace. You've given us the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God is our sword, it's our weapon. We thank you for hashtag scripture. Because with hashtag scripture, with the word that you have given us, we slice down every opposition anyway. We push back everything that exalts itself above you for your word says you will never be put to shame and we are not going to put you to shame either father god we thank you for this word we thank you for this encouragement we thank you for this reminder may we be on job on job on job on job we will do as it says on the tin yeah we are not ducks (laughs) in jesus name in jesus mighty name amen amen Thank you. Thank you for listening to our first podcast. Uh, God bless you. May you disturb something today and this yes. week. Yes. Go and disturb. Go and like, just shake people on dis- the road. Don't disturb no, your mother. Arrested, don't, don't disturb your mother, your father, or your, or your husband, your wife. Don't yeah? get arrested. Don't disturb them. Disturb other people. Be a disturbance. Be a radical Christian. Be blessed. Yeah. Follow us on at hashtag scripture on um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Subscribe. That's like follow every social media. Do everything. <laughs> Do all the things. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.